You're listening to the Shady Designs Podcast, the show where you'll discover all the inside tips and stories behind Australia's favorite artists, designers, and experts. Now here's your host, Arif Imran. In this episode, we talk all about getting the most value out of your home and investment property, how to increase the value of your property through smart renovations, Have you got the right loan to set you up for your future goals? What are the national property investment trends over the next five years? And what's the best advice for those thinking about selling? In this episode, we talk to Gladys from Viva Property Group as she reveals her best advice on creating wealth through property. Uh, it's been quite topical at the moment that there's a housing bubble in Sydney and I thought that the best person to speak to right now would be Gladys from Viva Property and hey Gladys, whenever there is talk about a bubble, there's always got to be the flip side to it. Like those experts say, there's sell high, buy low. When there's all this talk about the housing bubble, what do you think the, the opportunities are in Sydney in and around Australia? Well, at the moment, I can definitely quite confidently speak about the Sydney market. As far as lift goes, the Sydney market has gone out of control, particularly the last eight months. We're experiencing more growth now than we have ever experienced. Interest rates more than they have ever been. And it's definitely a seller's market. But like all things that rise, there must be a correction period or a plateau period or a decline period. So what goes up has to come down. So when I'm asked about the Sydney market, well, definitely a great time to sell. That's what I recommend to everybody that's thinking about selling within three to six months. Now it's the time. It's a perfect opportunity to think about a marketing plan in order to sell property. I thought I'd introduce uh, our listeners and members to to you because I've managed to learn quite a lot over the last couple of years through you and your network and I thought we might share some some of these ideas and assumptions with folks and really talk about ways of creating wealth through property. What do you reckon? Yeah, that sounds great. Well, Shady Designs obviously has a fantastic insight into people's homes and and you and I have that common link where we believe that in order to maximize the return on a property presentation is very important so in terms of strategies of creating wealth I believe that renovating or cosmetically enhancing a property prior to marketing is probably the best way with very little effort so interior renovations or uplifts or even presenting homes in a better way is is definitely beneficial to the vendor at the point when they begin to market their property. Now, we're not talking just about styling, rental furniture. We're talking a lot a lot more than that. So whether it's replacing shades, whether it's wallpaper, whether it's polishing floorboards, getting rid of old carpet, cosmetic renovations are a fantastic way to maximise yield with very minimal investment. What we're talking about is creating capital growth, really, isn't it? So there's a couple of real ways that you can do that. Obviously, let's let's start from the beginning. If you buy at a good price, you, that's where you're going to start to make money. But putting your investment money in your renovations in the right places, and in my line of work, I get a lot of clients who come through here and they're looking at Bell Magazine, they're watching Grand Designs, and they're doing extraordinary things that are very pretty and very exorbitant. But really, that's just talking about renovating for their own selves. How do you go about spending the right money in the right places, 
for creating that capital growth by doing renovations? Okay, well, I always recommend that my prospective clients book an appointment with Viva Property Group. So what we do is we offer a complimentary consultation where we will walk in and basically within 10 to 15 minutes, we will assess the entire home or apartment that is the potential listing for selling. Then we will follow that with a report. And in the report, we will include things like things that should be improved, uh, decluttering, replacement of light shades, wallpaper, perhaps recarpeting. They're the very minimal cosmetic renovations that can improve the presentation of a property and increase the value. So that's the first step. Consult us, book in an appointment and get a, um, a property enhancement report, which is complimentary. We offer this to anybody that comes in, makes an inquiry, sends an email or SMSs us to take advantage of this service. That's the first step that we do in this particular strategy. And I always like to think that, you know, where are you going to spend that? Where are the key areas in the house that you, you should be investing? And a lot of the, the decision really is, is let's be honest, it, you've got to really satisfy wife and the, the female partner. So really you're, you're focusing on bathroom and kitchens, isn't it, when you're looking to purchase a place? And perhaps there's some really good key areas to kind of fix up if you want to kind of get some traction happening with the, the value of the place? Well, the first thing that I would do is when I inspect, I look at the floors. So the floors for me are, are a very, very large part of the surface area of a property. So I have three areas that I focus on when we're talking about cosmetic renovations. Floors, walls and ceilings. So you basically make a line from the floor, you make a 90 degree angle, up towards the walls and come back down. You make a C-shape on what you look at. So floors, walls, and lighting. Now, these three things are very um, easy to update, Yep. very affordable. Um, bathroom and kitchen renovations are considered a little bit more extensive. But when it comes to a cosmetic renovation, I always recommend 10% of the value of the property or less, no more than that. Mm -hmm. Now, if to renovate a kitchen or a bathroom, it's going to cost you $80,000 and the value of the property is only between five to five fifty, then you're overcapitalizing. So I have my own formulas that I follow. So I wouldn't recommend this kind of investment for a, a flipper type property. If you're looking to climb the property ladder, say from an apartment to a semi-detached home or to a townhouse or to a small cottage, then I would always say, well, if the added value is going to be more than 10% when you sell, then definitely it's worth looking at a larger style renovation. For example, I recently renovated an apartment on a waterfront in Vermont. Um, by doing some structural renovations that opened up a kitchen area, I was able to entice a downsizer market because these people want comfortable living, they want open plan, they want on a waterfront, uh, they want to live on a waterfront, so they were happy to pay a lot more because of that new, newly refurbished property on offer. So these kind of examples can be made only by a property agent that knows their marketplace. So again, I would contact Beaver Property Group and say, look, we're in this location. What is the level of renovation that we should do? And that's where we would contact someone like yourselves who are interior experts, you know, shady design, go way beyond shades. There's wallpaper, there's color um, scheming, there is lighting. We team up and then that's what, that's what we would offer our clients. So yeah, really it all begins with a consultation on assessing the property because every property has to be assessed on its own merit. 
everyone's got their own sort of view on it and certainly when you're trying to get an improvement out of a place, it's good to get the professionals in. One of the things that as a young guy that really surprised me is I thought that everyone knew this and uh, a lot of my young friends, you know, they're in the property investment, they've got their first couple of property investments or maybe their first one and they think, look, I got the I got the loan and I'm paying it off and they just look to sort of chip away at this loan and they've got this 30-year loan so they're just you know they're just sort of paying it off paying it off and they've never been introduced to this idea of refinancing and taking advantage of that so could you just quickly go over that and and how this could benefit people who are you know in the market well it's a a very good question and i actually uh, it leads us to the second strategy of um, wealth creation so one of the, the things that everybody can benefit from right now so in the sydney market in the melbourne market and, and also in the brisbane market more and more so people are sitting on dead money what i call dead money is your equity so your equity is untouched at the moment releasing your equity will mean that you will have access to funds to acquire an investment property so you don't have to come up with any deposit you might have equity sitting on your principal place of resident uh, so your family home and then you're able to invest that's one one thing that you could do the other thing you could do is you could be already in a locked finance situation where you might be on a higher interest rate so there's no perfect time like the present to refinance so there are two things that are going hand in hand most definitely you need to Think about your package with your financial institution, and that's something that we can also help you with at Viva Property Group. Assess your financial position and enable you to do take that next step, whether it's an investment in an out-of-area, an out-of-region area, or whether it's simply refinance or you have more liquidity, to be ready at that next auction or that next uh, property listing, and you're ready to make a purchase. So definitely, it's a time to be dynamic, not... not um, stationary with your investments and consult us. We, we, we work with a panel of experts from property analysts to investment lawyers. You know, we're constantly reassessing our client's position in order to offer the service and, and the knowledge that we have. It's there available for free. One of the people that you've managed to help us is uh, actually a family member of ours and it's Hira from Perth. She, oh, yeah. a long time ago with her partner, bought an investment property, actually a couple of investment properties in Perth, and that was a good eight years ago. The interest rates back then were so high, and you've managed to, to give her some really solid advice, lower interest rate, release some equity, and guess what? She's going to get more properties here on the East Coast where there are some really excellent investments. So really looking at the comparing the rate that you've been on and, and just releasing some equity and then building your property portfolio from you know a really good start and getting some expert advice and uh, yeah I just wanted to share that story and it's wonderful to hear that you know somewhere along the line people can benefit from our knowledge and experience I I really believe that that's our main purpose so tell us some stories of, of people that you've helped with refinancing and, and how it could work for the listeners out there okay well there has never been a perfect time like the present to refinance a reef. Interest rates are at all-time low. The property market is very confidence is definitely there. So it's a great time to assess your portfolio for those property owners that are sitting on dead money, which is equity that can be released. It's a great time to refinance in order to have an increase in your portfolio. 
So refinancing could be getting from your current financial institution, getting in contact with a good broker and actually shopping around for the best fit. Now, the best interest rate is not always the best fit. Self-employed people require more flexibility than, say, public servants. So it's really important to have the dialogue first, to have the conversation about the best product available in the finance sector and contact Viva Property Group to have the conversation about how we can best restructure or refinance your current portfolio. Yeah, let's just go back to that because I remember you pointing that out to me once, which is not every home loan or every investment loan is the right one, even though it does have the best interest rate. It's counterintuitive, isn't it? Because you're actually looking at the long-term goal, so you shouldn't be jumping ahead of yourself with each product, isn't it? That's right. That's right. For example, a, um, a fixed interest product could be very good for somebody that has got a regular income. They know exactly what they're earning every month. They can budget every every dollar based on what their largest expense is being their mortgage. However, for a small business owner that's a sole operator, a sole trader, perhaps it would not be the best option because the cash flow won't be there getting fixed to an amount. As we all know, small businesses have got various cash flow challenges. So maybe a more flexible product is more beneficial in exchange for a slightly higher interest rate. So, So there is pros and cons. It's really important to just have an open, candid discussion about the objective. So what do our clients want? Do they want to pay the mortgage as soon as possible? Or do they want to start investing as soon as possible? Or do they want to help their children, buy through self-managed super. There are so many variable options if you're in the investor mindset that our job, I guess, is to direct you in the right direction and point out the benefits and the disadvantages. We're in the property sphere and and that's what we like to do. And looking at property at the moment and investment property, it's one of those topical things at the moment in politics certainly and in the news certainly, negative gearing and and they're really looking at trying to take that away. So people that are taking advantage of negative gearing now are going to be in the safe zone and if they take it away later in the future, then you you can't take advantage of that tax advantage at the moment. Yeah, that's right. Look, the best thing in these scenarios is to have a, a good accountant. An accountant is imperative in the setting up of structure. So... Uh, For example, a self-managed super fund is something that would be beneficial for some. People that are a certain age obviously have a healthier fund to play with. And uh, provided the investments fit the self-managed super fund criteria, it can be a very, very practical way of releasing funds. Negative gearing is also advantageous for people that can afford it. There's no point in buying an investment and taking the benefits of tax if you can't afford to change the taps when they're leaking or can't afford mm-hmm. to, to maintain the property. So they're very, very yeah. critical questions. Is cash flow an issue? Do you want a positively geared property instead of a negatively geared property? So these are all conversations that you can have, our clients can have with our accountants or with their own accountants and, and, and set up a structure. The most important thing here, I think, is to have a goal and an end yep. point. And how you get to that end point through the use of property is where the variables are. So it can be a very enjoyable journey. It can be a beneficial it can be a very beneficial 
and a very lucrative journey. It's just a matter of getting the right advice and the right professionals on your side to educate you. And that's what we do at Viva Property Group. We we are in the business of property, but more importantly, using property as a vehicle to create wealth. That's a good question you can ask when you're trying to get advice. So if you're looking for an accountant who gets it, who understands it, ask them the simple question, how many investment properties have you that's got? Right. And if they say that they don't have any, they don't have the same mindset as you, they're not going to understand the, the end game that you're going for. So get get that consultant that has that experience um, absolutely, in, in, what absolutely. You're, in what you're trying to go you for. You want to be around like-minded individuals. So you and I obviously share the creative space. So we both have an affinity for the internals of property. So interior design is, is great for enhancing property, the aesthetics, are, you know, it's what people first see. So I guess that's something that we share. The Shady Designs have, you know, been a um, not just a shade supplier, manufacturer. You, you offer so much more in the realm of interior conceptualization and, and mood setting. So it's very important to align yourself with people that get what you have to offer. Because if there is no connection at that level, it's very hard to, to move forward in, in the property ladder. And also finding that uh, legal specialist is the other side of the coin. It's uh, finding a solicitor. And you know, if you're investing into state, you're going to need to have another solicitor that specialises in that state because the laws are going to be slightly That's different right. and they're going to need to know the, um, the intricacies of that area. Yeah. And also, if you get a solicitor who specialises in property, they're going to give you some excellent property advice. They're going to give you some excellent service in that sort of area as well and take advantage of, of what they Oh, are. absolutely, absolutely. You have to arm yourself with professionals and that's what investors do. They don't have to know everything. They just have to know the right people to turn to when they're about to make those critical decisions in their property journey. Uh, and that's, how, that's what we do. We, we like to commit, uh, connect people with like-minded professionals, you know, like our Brisbane development. We've recently sold off the planned um, properties on, on the river. And again, we've got affiliates in Brisbane that are well-versed in state law there. They can do the conveyancing. We have an, you know, A to Z solution proposition. That's interesting. You've mentioned uh, Brisbane and let's go to why. So investing in property, why Brisbane? Why not Sydney? It's all about Sydney, isn't oh, it? Oh, absolutely. If you want to live here, if you're a Sydney slave, absolutely it is. But investors look for a little bit more than glitz and glamour. So Sydney is the great big city and we certainly have a lot of appeal. But in terms of yield at the moment, in the inner west, rental returns are going from three, are ranging from about 3 to 4% in certain parts of the inner west. So that kind of yield is actually half of what some of our Brisbane properties are yielding, which is more like 6 to 7%. So when you talk about where you would like to park $200,000 of your hard-earned money or of your self-managed super funds available, as an investor, I would certainly ask myself, well, where can my money work the hardest? And at the moment, Brisbane is the rising market, is in the rising market stage of the cycle. And, and that's why we are putting our investors into the Brisbane property market. So, stupid question time. <laughs> Yield. Yield. Three to six percent. So, that means, you know, you've bought the property for a million and you're getting an income, a rental income of three percent. So, you compare that to Brisbane and they're getting a higher percentage in rental returns. So that means effectively 
they're working harder and it's looking like that's where the value is. Is that kind of... Yes, that's right. right That's right. So, for example, if you had a deposit of 200,000, you'd like to invest somewhere. In Sydney at the moment, where I work in in the Canada Bay region, a million dollars could buy you a waterfront apartment that probably needs a bit of renovation or it could buy you a renovated two-bedroom apartment. So for a million dollars, you might have a rental yield of $700 a week. If we work that out, I haven't done the maths yet, but it works out to be about uh, 4.5%, 4.5% to 5.5%. So it's really very, very little compared to what you're putting as a deposit. So 200000 that you're not going to see in a hurry is only getting a very small yield. The same 200000 in Brisbane might get a rental return of 850 per week. So there is already a significant per weekly contribution towards your mortgage. And that's what it's all about. We want, as investors, we want our tenants to contribute as much as possible towards our um, our mortgage or our, our financial commitment on the property. And as I understand, that's part one of the entice to looking at a good investment property. Part two really is the important factor. It's the capital growth. And so that's where Brisbane starts to win hands down, isn't it? Well, this is it. Capital growth comes from properties that will position not too far from the CBD. They are in infrastructure corridors where there are they're close to schools and transport in particular. So we, we work with market analysts. These market analysts enable us to understand particular regional markets out of New South Wales and out of Sydney, obviously. And with this data, then we can make informed decisions where we would like to put our investors. So at the moment, for example, we have property that is on the river in Brisbane. It's only a two kilometre from the CBD. This is the equivalent of Rush Cutters Bay in Sydney, a blue chip stock that is selling for under $700,000 with river views. Now, there is no way on earth that you would ever be able to buy that kind of property in Sydney for that kind of price tag. So when you asked, okay, what is the likelihood of this property growing in the next 10 years or having experiencing capital gain? Well, it's a lot more likely than your million-dollar apartment that you're already paying a premium for in Sydney because you're already buying at the top of the market. And as we all know, all things that come up must come down and eventually markets correct and, again, the cycle continues. So that's why I would recommend Brisbane because we are – but not all parts of Brisbane. Parts of Brisbane that Mm -hmm. will experience gain because the locations are great, the orientation of of the development is correct – they're close to particular hotspots. At the moment, we are close to the, the gas works in Brisbane, on the Brisbane River. It's a very up-and-coming yuppie area that has got uh, a lot of developments. I suppose it's like there's, there is a very elite kind of appeal. And these kind of properties are always going to be in demand because there's always going to be people that want that prestigious riverfront or river view property. Wherever you put them, water is water. It's a commodity that that attains a higher price tag in any market. It's a bit like thinking like Warren Buffett would, right? If everybody is in a really heated market, you should be looking at at opportunities in somewhere else because, you know, it's probably 
a little bit too crowded to make big dollars in now that, you know, if everyone's in that pool, which we're talking about. Is yeah, Sydney. exactly. So we could put a graph up on the website for everyone and just sort of see how the market's Brisbane moving. is only trending upwards. It's it's not one of the, it's not on the downward at the moment. It's looking up and up. Rising so market. if you put your money, yeah, you put your money in there now and all that you're going to see is, is a rise. And, and so that's where the your, your yield, your, your, your capital um, gain will come from. Most definitely, most definitely. The other thing, Arif, I want to mention is that there are all sorts of developments out there. Make sure you do your research. Align yourself with developers that have got a track record, that they're financially stable, they're, they're sound and well-backed, and that are going to be there for the long term. So that that's one of the things that we do with this market analysis. We only market developments that we believe in, that we are confident will give you the yield and the capital growth in the long term. And there are different and there are different price brackets. So we have something in Brisbane that is priced under five hundred thousand. Again mm-hmm. But it's location, yeah, isn't it? It's, it's staying in that central area, not going too far That's away. That's right. Where the jobs are good, where the jobs are strong, close to transport, close to work. But then also importantly, you're going to get that good tenant. It's all about the, the quality tenants. These guys are paying your mortgage. So we want to ensure that we have properties that are going to appeal to the rental market, whether they're slightly larger, whether they have balconies, whether they have lifts or other small facilities like pools and barbecue areas. You know, it's all about lifestyle. Everybody has a purpose in the cycle and our tenants are paying our mortgage. So why not look after them and why not make the best decision we can make as investors, invest in good quality product. That's it. And I'll try and put a a graph on uh, notes here for everyone to see where we can see the capital growth far outweighs the rental return. So really, that's what we're looking for, somewhere, uh, an, an area that will grow in value. That's exactly um, right. Rather grow that's exactly there. right. My, my um, formula is very simple, Arif. If you can see water, you'll soon see money. Gladys, my, my question really here is, is, a, is something that I hear about all the time in our shop because people are always moving house. So what's your tip for people who are looking to move house? Should they sell their house first or should they buy their next house first? What direction do you you say they should Okay, well, look, if you are looking at moving in the same market, so that is selling and buying in the same market, I would say that uh, a simultaneous exchange is most favorable. So you have a time frame, say, within four to six weeks where you are selling and buying. What I would recommend, Arif, obviously nobody wants to sell without knowing where they're going. So it's really a catch-22. But in terms of the way that transactions occur, I would always say selling first because, unfortunately, the nature of the real estate industry is such that there are many agents that overprice properties in order to win the business. Now, we at Viva Property Group don't do that. We believe in giving you a very accurate market appraisal. It doesn't always mean we win the business, but we sleep at night. The danger of going with a high-profile agent that will inflate and give you the most optimistic price bracket is that if you commit before you sell, so if you commit to your new purchase before selling, there is a possibility that you're not going to get that dream price or that top end of the bracket that they've given you. And you could have a shortfall, whether it's twenty, forty, dollars or $50,000 in what you were anticipating. It still is a shortfall that you're going to have to come up with at the point of completion. So I would always recommend to sell first. However, 
if you're going to follow um, steps of where you'd like to or how you'd like to move or when you'd like to move, I would say shop around, look for a house. Once you have found something you like, whether it's going to auction or whether it's a private treaty offer or, or whether it's an off-market listing like what we do at Viva Property Group, you engage the agent. Make sure that you can engage the agent and let him know that you are a genuine buyer. Don't ever commit your property in exchange for the selling property. I don't believe in this. I believe right. that you should first independently know the value of your property and transact and then negotiate the terms of the new property. That is, we are happy to make an offer on this property. We will yeah. pay a certain yes. percentage and we will complete in instead of six weeks' time, we are going to complete in 10 weeks' time or 12 weeks' time when our property has sold. They are two very different transactions and they should not be dependent on each other because it is very dangerous to commit to a selling agent of your new property when you haven't sold your old property. The selling agent will obviously want to get your listing and the danger in that is that they might undersell the new property in order to get your listing. If they will do it to you ah. as a buyer, they will also do it to you as a seller. So be very, very careful. They're two very independent transactions. Never allow a simultaneous exchange with the same agent. This is my personal opinion on it. Just be flexible on the terms. Be very firm. It's a bit like it's a bit like showing your Absolutely. cards at a poker game, Absolutely. isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. The, the nature of the industry is such that it has attracted not always the most uh, transparent professionals. And I believe, yep. you know, if you are selling your property and you are transacting at one price, then you're in a better position to say, okay, we would like to make an offer subject to X, Y, and Z terms. And this is where a good solicitor comes in handy. Yep. They negotiate the terms on the contract. You're happy to pay a non-refundable deposit of 1% or, or, or 2%, whatever that might be, that is still better than being tied up in one seamless transaction for both properties. I don't know if that's clear. All right. From what I take it, it's when you're looking to sell, you best get some independent advice on the market evaluation on the property so that you're not aiming too yes. high when you're out there in the market looking to buy That's something. right. That's right. Because you might end up with a bit of a nasty That's shot. That's right. For, and, I should for that you might, you know, you, you'd have to stretch to complete on either end of the contract. Exactly. And then your advice from a moment ago is to, to get two separate transactions and, and not how would you two say agents, that? two agents to independently. So when you're working with one agent to purchase a property, negotiate with yes. him as a selling agent for your new purchase and work with him in order to facilitate the terms of completion. So you say, look, I'm very interested in this house. I'd like to make an offer on it and I'd like to put a deposit that might be more than the standard 0.25 holding deposit. Offer something more. Still worth paying a little bit up front in order to avoid risking a shortfall or an underselling on your own property of twenty or thirty or forty thousand dollars. So yeah. commit to the new property, put a sum that is large enough, larger than a quarter percent, but large enough to be considered as a contender, as a potential purchaser, transact on your 
old property, get the real value, what the market is willing to pay. And only then are you in a position to say, we've got X, Y, or Z in our pockets in order to purchase the next one. It's not to say you can't shop around, but just be very, very diligent and careful with the timing and the terms on the new purchase. It's very, very critical because many people get stung, unfortunately. They can't sell for the property at the value that the agent had promised them. They already committed elsewhere. They need to take whatever they can get and move on. And then that's very, very unfortunate in the property process. So at, at Viva Property Group, we try and avoid that. We are very, very transparent and very accurate with our market appraisals. I mean, there's no need. We don't need to buy the business. It's the best value that you can possibly invest in is, is getting that accurate valuation on, on your home or investment. So I think we've covered quite a lot there. And thank you so much for being really generous with your time. So we covered basically realizing the true value of your home or investment property. We also explored all the options that you can do in terms of renovating to create capital growth. Mm -hmm. And then you also introduced us to some tips and growing markets in terms of investment properties. And then we just um, briefly went over the steps that you can take to moving house or selling or buying. If people want any more information about that, we've put together a really comprehensive checklist brought to you by Viva Property Group and it's exclusive to Shady Designs clients and listeners and members. So we can find that on the show notes down below or you can contact us by clicking the button after this video and that takes you directly to the checklist and that really does help homeowners and investment property owners realize the true potential of their investments and thank you so much Gladys for putting that together for everyone. And I think we should do we should do this more often. It's been fun and interesting. Yeah, we've got to pick a topic and just go with it. You know that property is my passion, and I'm always ready to talk property any time of the day. <laughs> Fabulous. All right, thanks, thanks again. Thanks, Arif.